It is the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us here. This is what we call a, a rare twofer. Uh, a, a couple of our favorite guests back to back for your uh, dining and dancing and listening pleasure uh, this day on the Brad and Brit cast. First joining us from his uh, deathbed in South Carolina. He's been laying there now for about 15 years. Doesn't move. Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond, the uh, former senator from South Carolina, or as he likes to say, Senator for Life. Good good day, Sir Strom. Senator for Life, and also Senator in Dan Strom, Jay Thurmond, Brad and Bridge Cass, you are credit to community. Good day to you, sir. Yeah, we, we, we like to think so, too. Here's why we have you on today. Well, we, there's, we don't need a reason to have you on. You're that good. But uh, you were referred to last night, mon- uh, yeah, Tuesday night, on TV by uh, former West Wing uh, associate producer and coffee boy, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. You see what I did there? I diminished him for you. To make you feel better, even though he's what, a very accomplished guy. What did Larry, what did Lawrence O'Donnell have to say? Say I was the greatest senator of all time. Thank you, Mr. Well, O'Donnell. You are credit to community. I certainly appreciate kind words. Now he he uh, of course mentioned the fact that you were succeeded in the uh, Senate by Lindsey Graham. Yeah, Lindsey Graham holds the uh, old Strom Thurmond seat, and Lindsey, of course, uh, over the weekend said if Donald Trump gets indicted, there'll be blood in the streets, riots in the streets. And Lawrence O'Donnell claims that this is the worst thing that a U.S. senator has ever said. And he included you as uh, actually having been the standard for terrible things in the Senate over the years, in addition to the fact that you never acknowledged that you had a black daughter that you had uh, had. Was it, you just still get to use the word sired. I guess you would use that word. That'd be a, a strong word. It's very much word, like right? a very much like a horse. I don't know if you saw the HBO Real Sports where the one horse gets the other horse ready and the other horse finishes the job. It was very similar to that sort of situation. Right. I, I think you were 23 and the, uh, the, the lady who was the mother uh, of your uh, subsequent child was 16 at the time she was a sl- she was a slave at your plantation was if you are I trying to say out. if you are trying to say that the sexual encounter was less than voluntary well the statute of limitations has expired so f you you can't say <laughs> By shit the way, you so you've expired also i just wanted oh, to mention that is correct but my spoim never expires as it turns out it's like honey Honey has no expiration date. Just put it up in the pantry. It's always, that's always good. And you don't even have to keep it at uh, 140 degrees below zero to, to keep it in shape, right? That's right. Shelf stable. My spoin. Right. Let me just right. say this, Lawrence O'Donnell, who has a forehead that's actually a five, six, to seven head. Uh, uh, the, I have not said the worst things. Did he consider all the stuff that Jesse Helms said back in the 80s about gay Americans going into bathhouses? Remember when Jesse Helms would say that stuff on the floor? Well, I, I don't think this is a contest. 
This isn't a, 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 a whataboutism contest between you and Jesse Hell. It's, it's you, should just, you should just own it. You should just own the the crown as it was uh, given to you. It's an accuracy contest. I was worst worst thing said than me, by the way. Congratulations, Lindsey Graham, for avoiding the monkey pox so far. Keep up good work. <laughs> okay. And by the way, he went out of his way, Lawrence O'Donnell, to to uh, mention that that Lindsey Graham um, is an unmarried man who's uh, never likely to have to worry about having uh, children. And that the only thing in his life is being a U.S. senator. That's it. So that's why he has gone full circle on liking Donald Trump, hating Donald Trump, trashing Donald Trump, complimenting Donald Trump, playing golf with Donald Trump. What what is your view? You, you've got, a, a as they say, a 30,000 foot view of of Donald Trump. You've seen him come. You've seen him go. What well, what's your take on him? The Donald, my check on Donald John Trump. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is credit to community. He's out there doing his thing. I love Donald John Trump, and yeah. I like the way he he he's getting rid of uh, of of black people. He killed Herman Cain with his own two hands. How can I find fault with that sort of thing? Donald John Trump yeah, I, doing a fantastic job. I uh. I didn't expect uh, any kind of a different answer that that you would be uh, kind of supportive of anybody who who marches to their own drummer, as they they like to say, right? Nobody so, tells him what to do. Nobody told you what to do. Somebody wants to have sex with his own daughter. How can I find fault with that? Of course, that's a, is a good idea. Okay. Uh, any anything else uh, on your mind? You've been following the news lately. Have you, you've been paying attention. You keeping up with the. Uh, with the current events down there? I had top secret documents. Uh, I did not want the FBI to go through at my mansion in Charleston, South Carolina. Most of it was pornography featuring Nubian princesses, but nonetheless, we kept it stored properly, and we had no national secrets. The FBI could storm in Strong Thurman's mansion at any given time. This okay, is, so. uh, and I am looking forward to the next Civil War. First one was dress rehearsal. We're going to get this next one right. South going to do it again. Well, see, this would not necessarily be a South versus North kind of civil war with geographic lines that uh, needed to be held for one side or the other. It would be a different kind of civil war, Strom, if it, if it would did. There, uh, would there be racial, you, you are there any that. racial implications? Would there be racial implications well, at all next there, civil there, war? There probably would. Yeah, there there probably would be. Yeah, so maybe then, uh, maybe you are right. Maybe that's damn the torpedoes, war. full speed ahead. Strong Thurman right. is all for next civil war. It's gonna be a good thing. Okay, all right, Strom, you uh, you take. By the way, I got a question. Do do you when you order in? Do you use like the DoorDash or the Uber Eats to have the the food delivered to you uh, at, at your place. Have you caught on to that trend? Have you heard I, about that? I do have Grubhub delivered straight to my door with delicious shrimp and grits. It's the way that I, I like it. It's uh, it's fantastic. They do a good job. Use the promo card. I use the promo code. I hate Negroes to get an extra 20% off first order. Okay. All right. Strom, you, 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 Take care of whatever is left of yourself, and uh, we'll be in touch with you 
in due time. SEC football season is coming up ahead. We're going to get our revenge over the North once again. The South shall rise again, and you are Crash Hill community. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Strom Thurmond joining us. We'll talk a little rush here in just a couple of minutes. It's a. Uh, it's just an all-star, all-star lineup today. It's a, it's a dead people Wednesday here on the Brad and Britcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe in your opinion, they're never. <laughs> they're, they're still alive in, in our hearts. Alive. Yeah. All right, got a, got a couple uh, quickies here. Then we'll go to Little Rush because mm-hmm. uh, our investigative team believes. And we have afforded this information to the uh, FBI and the Justice Department that uh, some of the documents may have been shared with fellow Palm Beach resident, Little Rush. Wow. And that the FBI may think that they now have everything, but they may not. So we'll get to that in just a few minutes. You want to talk about hot. You want to talk about blowing the roof off of off of everything that's what this is going to do so we'll get little rush here to i'm sure he'll be honest if he if he has something uh you can look for him to to be forthcoming all right here we go here's your choices here brit uh the old fake arrest bit how to get a gun in wow. the empire state just two just pick from two both. uh let's do the old fake arrest bit uh yeah yeah this is a good one uh, you familiar uh, with this guy, Gavin McInnes? He was the founder of the Proud Boys. Yeah. Heard that name? I have heard that name. He has a podcast, of course. Of course he does. Uh, and I guess it's on video at the same time, um, much like uh, we are. He was he, walking off. Is, yeah, now, question? Is, is he the guy that works with Anthony Cumia? He works on the compound media thing. I think that's Gavin McInnes. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's what I think that's what he works with. Continue. Yeah. Uh, he was seen walking off the screen during a live broadcast last Thursday. Thursday after law enforcement allegedly took him into custody for questioning, because that's usually how law enforcement works. They like to break into live broadcasts as much as possible. It's a, it's sure. a standard technique, as you know. Associates of McInnes, including. Comedian Josh Denny, whoever the fuck he is, I don't know who that is. Claimed later in the day that McGinnis was rotting away in jail and daring to question authority, and that's why they came to get him. Just got off the phone with our people. It's not a bit. Gavin was against going to January sixth. He was against Charlottesville, and told the Proud Boys that they were out of the club, the Proud Boys Club, if they went. But he's rotting away in jail because he dared to question authority. But very quickly, some folks had a little uh, question about the idea that he was actually arrested, that this might not have been a big, fat old fake. The cops in New York, where he lives and works, say they didn't take him into custody. No announcements were made by the federal law enforcement folks either. No court records, no nothing. So then on my, now, if this sounds like wrestling, stop me. Okay. Yeah. If this sounds like wrestling, stop me. On Monday, a rival of Gavin McGinnis, the guy who says he was allegedly arrested, said the whole thing had been staged. A guy named 
Owen Benjamin, who's a far-right whack-job comedian known for conspiracy theories and Holocaust denial. And who doesn't use conspiracy theories and Holocaust denial as the basis for their stand-up acts? And when you think of George Carlin, you think of Richard Pryor, right? It's a, it's a tried-and-true idea. All the greats. Uh, right. He, he put out uh, screen grabs of text messages where Gavin McGinnis admits that it was a fake that it was a prank on and on it goes this is just see see to me that's an indication of you're at the end of your rope you got nothing you have to start staging events to cause fake outrage to get people to come to your aid to be sympathetic to you to your cause because of course the reality of what you're doing is bullshit so you need to amp it up again it's like wrestling except at least wrestling is wrestling okay <laughs> no no one hurt no one gets killed no governments are overthrown in the process my god it goes on and on and on so there's no record of an arrest it's a big fake we probably shouldn't be talking about it but you do need to know that this is going on Beneath the surface, they're doing anything to whip up their folks into this frenzy. And you can start with what Lindsey Graham said over the weekend in the most recent iteration of this and go on to things like this. Oh, they're coming to arrest all of us. It's bad enough that they broke into Trump's house and, and put papers all over the floor, then took pictures of him, right, to make him look bad. You like that one, Britt? You like that that new one that, that, that he's running with? It's cute. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, but I don't know. This Gavin McInnes guy, have they said to what end they did this? Was it just to attract attention because he's such an attention whore? That's, of course, that's what he's doing. Uh, of course, well, that's what he's doing. Well, mission accomplished. Way to go. Yeah. You yeah. stuck the landing on that one. Uh, it helped help make yeah. you a bigger boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a, we have a leftover from a previous podcast that we never, that we never got to. Okay. And uh, this is a guy, and again, we need to start pounding this a little bit more because it really bugs the shit out of me that when there's a discussion of the worst candidates for office, high office among Republicans in the upcoming November election, you get Mastriano, right, the guy mm. that's uh, running for um for a governor of Pennsylvania. You got Dr. Oz, who's running for senator from Pennsylvania. You got Herschel Walker, a guttural illiterate. Have you noticed how people have to bend over backwards to not say anything really, really nasty about Herschel Walker? Right. Because you're automatically a racist if you point out that he is, he is physically and, and mentally incapable of speaking and thinking anything even remotely logical that Correct. doesn't make you a racist that would be just a fact but boy man i'll tell you what on tv and shit they are so careful all they do is say herschel walker what's there to say and then they move on okay fair enough then you got jd vance in ohio and you got blake masters who's running for uh uh, uh senate out there in um arizona, arizona. yeah and they never mention ted fucking bud of mm -hmm. North Carolina, who sucks just as bad as all of these other people. The only difference is Ted Budd is keeping his head down. 
That's he right. doesn't speak. That's you right. see, you see nothing from him. So there's nothing uh, proverbially, or uh, 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 not literally, but uh, figuratively, to shoot at, because he says nothing. I think he really does, and, and he's a, just as bad a candidate as as the rest of them. Completely undeserving of a of a senatorial nomination. But he got the magic touch from Donald J. Trump, and we have enough stupid people in this state who are Republicans who uh, put him through. Uh, think what you want of Pat McCrory, but uh, uh, Pat McCrory, a better candidate and person. Oh, sorry to say that, but it's true than Ted Budd. But let's go back out to, to uh, Arizona, because this guy is getting more attention. His name is Blake Masters. Blake the and, Snake Masters. Now, got not getting as much attention as their gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake, the Milfy yeah. MAGA candidate out there in Arizona. But this Blake Masters, Blake as you point out, <laughs> that's exactly right. This guy's a real son of a bitch. He's really awful. Right. Uh, on Monday, it's two days ago, he said, I can't think of a single policy since the end of Jim Crow that's been worse or more divisive for race relations in this country than affirmative action. Uh, previously, he said black people, frankly, are responsible for the nation's gun violence epidemic and accused Joe Biden of running an affirmative action regime. He says, if you want to see the affirmative action regime on display, just look at his White House. Oh, well, we know about that. Yeah. Um, but Masters did not reserve his vitriol for Joe Biden only. I love this. He promised he'd choose a woman for his vice president. And got Kamala Harris, so incompetent. She can't get a sentence out. But that's not enough. That's not enough. Uh, every Democrat who's black, who is in any position of power or authority, is essentially an incompetent moron and unqualified, according to Blake Masters. And this is the, the money quote here, which is why I started to talk about Blake Masters yesterday. We never got to what we're getting to it today. I don't care if every single employee at the Fed is a black lesbian. As long as they're hired for their competence and not because of what they look like or who they sleep with. And this was in response to a report from the Associated Press that mentioned that the Federal Reserve is led by more people diversity-wise, more diverse people than ever in its history, an achievement to which Mr. Masters, Blake Masters, said, Finally, a compelling explanation for why our economy is doing so well. That's right. He reached down there and said, in effect, the reason that hamburger costs so much is because there are black members of the uh, Federal Reserve Board. It's gotten to that that point there. And uh, I won't even play the game of uh, shouldn't he apologize for this? We're not going to play that game at all. But. And by the way, I think two of the 10 Federal Reserve Board governors are black. That's too many. That's too many. Yeah, which I don't is, like yeah, it. Too, too many. Because, because like remember, it. those two would automatically decide policies detrimental right. to the United States uh, just because, well, they're black. As oh, of know, course. And unqualified, yeah. of course. And they don't have, uh, uh, so, I'm sure they, they, they worked at like at a convenience store before they were on the Fed, right? There's no background or anything that would, would uh, say that they are qualified none. for these jobs, right? No, no, Britt, as as always, they went to the bus station in St. Louis and found two black people. You, you, come here. 
That's what I wanted. I, I, I do love that. And, and it goes back to what uh, Strom was talking about, his old friend Jesse Helms, who really played up the affirmative action stuff when he was in office, but never really did anything to do away with or to do anything injurious to affirmative action. He just liked to have it around to fire up his base all the time. When it was time to run for office, he'd get the racist fired up by the, all those Negroes are coming for your jobs. All right, Jesse, I'm coming to the polls for you, buddy. And that would happen time and time and time again, correct? Well, sure. And, of course, a U.S. senator would have no ability anyway right. to enact or uh, knock out uh, policies like that, like affirmative action. So, yeah. And you know what, Britt? It's just like abortion. It's much easier to play offense than it is defense. Of course. And Republicans and the pro-lifers and the Jerry Falwells and the evangelical Christians and what they've been on offense for 50 years since Roe versus Wade. And they finally they finally got their victory. And now they're on defense. And that's not so much fun, is it? Not a lot. That's that that that's not as much fun. Uh, and especially it's not so much fun because of the real life examples that are making you look as as bad as you are state by state across the country. Uh, and it's resulted in them, you know, trying to pretend, trying to back away from their hard ass, hard line views, which were easy to have when Roe versus Wade made the uh, constitutional right to an abortion a reality across the country so what do they do they like, chipped away and they they did all the kind of things that we know were going on state by state and that was one thing and now that the uh, uh law is uh, supposedly on their side they went pedal the metal for the first few weeks first few months after the decision in the dodd case at the supreme court and now Hold it. It's like they just pulled the emergency brake in their car. They're going 75 and they pulled the emergency brake, which you you don't do that, right? Not supposed to. We got we got a, a bunch of candidates, including, I believe, the aforementioned Blake Masters, actually scrubbing their own websites, scrubbing their own websites of their hard ass, hard line, no abortions, no how, no way. I don't give a shit if you get raped by the Green Bay Packers and the Boston Red Sox on consecutive days <laughs> and you're pregnant. You don't know which one. Uh, we don't care. No abortion for you. Have that kid because he may grow up to be a great football or baseball player. A two-sport star. And, Could be a two-sport star there, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's sad that it's gotten to this uh but they're trying to 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 pretend that they never had the the views that they had two months ago let alone two years ago and 20 years ago uh about abortion and uh i'm just guessing i'm just guessing here that over the next few weeks blake masters will somehow try to figure out a way to lie about what he said about, oh, say, members of the Federal Reserve Board or the, the fact that the diversity there has anything to do with the economic uh, situation that the United States finds itself in right now. I'm just guessing that, that he will try to disavow himself of that. The same way, by the way, that Lindsey Graham has been trying for the last two days 
to tell you that what he said on Sunday, that there would be blood in the streets, riots in the streets. He's trying to convince you he never said that. Is that correct? He's going around. Yes, he went he went on Hannity last night and said I I never said anything even remotely like that. He's did not so that's full trumpism. Don't believe your eyes, don't believe your ears, believe me. And it's it's not going to work. Uh it's it's just not going to work, but that's what that's what he's doing. And and remember, you know, we've heard that clip, you've seen it now 20 times of Lindsey Graham saying what he said. Remember, in the wonderful world of Fox, that clip will never get played again. It never gets played again. He's never asked directly, well, now that you've said you didn't say that, can I show you this of you saying that? They would never do that. That's not the game they play, Britt. That's not the game they play. So, Well, when it comes to Blake Masters and trying to roll back the clock on anything, and particularly about the stuff about abortion, a lot of us said that when when the Dobbs decision came down, we were like, "Well, the, you know, the dog finally found the car. You know, they finally caught the car," and it's it's true. And now you're seeing everybody freak out about, "Oh, geez, I guess we shouldn't have done this. This seems to be hurting Republicans nationwide." Yeah, we fucking told you it would, but you were you know you were going to go right down the tracks with this whole thing, and now you own it. There's nobody that in any way possible. I can't wait. Somehow somebody's going to try to blame this on the Democrats. They're going to blame. No. They're going to try no, to blame the overturning of Roe versus Wade and the, the decision of the Dobbs. It's going to be the Democrats' fault. The Democrats pushed this, and they finally got it overturned, and now we're, they're blaming us for. It. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, here's the details on on Masters fucking with his website here. Uh, up until very very recently, he was uh, behind one of those uh, personhood laws, and that is the kind of law that says, you know, life begins when you first start to, uh, when you first start to ejaculate, anything right. after that is, uh, is, is murder. And then he kind of fudged and said, all right, well, Arizona has a 15 week line on abortion. That was kind of reasonable, but now he says, I'm only for a federal ban in the third term. So what's that after uh, 12, 25, 25 weeks or so? Something like that. And yeah. uh, I'm against partial birth abortion, which, by the way, does not exist. That's a political right. construct of bullshit. But it sounds really, really evil. Um, and now the right wingers are pissed at him for, for going soft. I love it. I just love that. I, but I do love the idea. I do love the 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 bargaining when it comes to the weeks. Eh, twenty sounds twenty's good. Let's do what fifteen yeah. sounds right. What twelve? We're gonna settle at twelve. It's an even dozen. We're not gonna what ten? Ten's a round number. Like ten is that that five five. Who can argue with five weeks? It's like a month and a week, and just keep bargaining and bargaining. Remember, in the end, everything is just like buying a car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's it gonna take to get you in these stirrups today um yeah. there's a dr oz story that the daily beast also highlighted about abortion and he's basically saying uh it's murder there it is right there he's not basically saying he says abortion is murder at any stage of pregnancy that's oh, what so he's, he's doubling down he's doubling down on on that shit okay good good that good. was the, he said that at a telephone uh a teletown town hall earlier this year 
that it's still murder. Now, again, like like everybody else, and like Blake Masters and like all these other people, they're trying desperately to scrub this stuff and update it and lie about what they said. But yeah, that's that's what he said. It doesn't matter. As soon as the semen makes a presence, then all of a sudden uh, you're you're murdering somebody. Which I'm assuming he's in favor of uh, prosecuting for murder. I don't know if that would be, what is it, first, second, third? Again, I, I never spent one day in law school, but it, it seems premeditated if you put the penis out and then you did something about it. I, I, I think you're really talking about a case of, of desperation here because he's getting he's getting slaughtered in in the polling in Pennsylvania right now. And if you couple that with what's happened in the wake of the uh, Dodd decision overturning Roe versus Wade, and you're the Republican carpetbagging, running a terrible campaign candidate, and one of your main shticks early on was you were the most pro-life in the history of pro-life human beings, and now you're losing. Well, you got to do something. So, yeah, uh, whatever he said back whenever that 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 piece is that clip is from that it's it's always murder yeah he's going to try to he's going to try to to massage right. that and walk around that and he's going to lie about it and my guess is that he's not going to be able to get away with it that uh again just because donald trump has escaped the long arm of the law for 50 60 years doesn't mean you're going to be able to escape it for uh, 50 or 60 weeks or days or hours in terms of being judged by people who vote in your state. They're going to hear you for what you are. You're not going to be able to say, don't believe what you hear or see when there is video of you saying it. There's audio of you saying it. Yes, it worked for Trump because he really did cultivate a special group of fucking morons in this country. Uh, but none of these other candidates have. And you can see that the core, it may hold, but around that core, it's weakening. The the uh, support has always been a mile wide and an inch deep. And it just uh, it just was a question of when it would start to to fall away. So let's you know, we've got, uh, what, two months till the election. We just got to just, just keep the pedal to the metal here and. Uh, you know, if we if we pull back, one of our old uh, our old lines is, and it doesn't work every time, but it's close. If the price of gasoline is lower, or perceived to be lower, or not as punishing as it might have been at any given moment, especially as you approach an election, that's really really good for the incumbents. It doesn't matter almost any, or it's just it's just good, especially presidential candidates. Uh, and, and right now, the price of gasoline issue is completely in the background because it keeps going down and down and down and down. I believe today the price of oil you know, went down even more again. So it, when that happens, you know, you're, it's a several-week lag. So dropping gasoline prices are, are built in for the next few weeks for sure, almost without – it's, it's almost impossible for it to go in any other direction. I saw a regular station today. It was 335. So I'm guessing, Britt, I haven't been to, to Costco. or they, they must be down to close to $3 for regular. Yeah. I think, one, I think it's in the neighborhood. 
you get you get the three dollars it's a non-issue it does not exist so that's right remember two months ago the republicans thought they could just sit back and uh, light up a fatty okay and coast in on their their big red wave because the price of gas was going through the roof so was the price of everything else and that was joe biden's fault that's our campaign thank you vote for us that was their whole campaign and uh, that's not working and what Joe Biden said in in public in Pennsylvania at that uh, town hall on Tuesday, I thought was so fucking strong. Right. It was it great. Was so yeah. well crafted. I mean, when he said you cannot you cannot at the same time support at any level what was done in Washington on January 6th, you cannot claim that the people who were there are the victims and then at the same time talk about how you support law enforcement. You, the two things do not go together. And you know what? He said it better than I did. He did. I stumbled, and he didn't. And and so you can tell. I don't know what he. I don't know what he's. He's, he's drinking his Ovaltine. Prevagen. right now. Lots of Prevagen. Prevagen. No, because he can't remember to take it. See, that's oh, the right, problem with Prevagen. Right. Nobody can ever remember to take the shit. Well, they, they got a guy. They got a guy. I got a guy at the White House. That's nothing. Yeah. By the way, you were mentioning sure. that you're mentioning how uh, Mehmet Oz is getting killed in that Senate race. Uh, Five thirty eight has done the projections on it. Seventy five percent chance of uh, Fetterman winning. So they run the they run the election a hundred times uh, using their modeling. Seventy five times know, Fetterman I, wins. But that's no. But Brad, I, no, I it's fine. So it's fine. I know you hate it, but it's true. And I'm sorry. It's reality. Yeah, but Brett, one time it was wrong. So therefore, yeah. I. I it, it, <laughs> Unfortunately, and this this I do hate the North Carolina one is still like sixty five thirty five Ted Bud, but again that that doesn't mean everything. That's not the whole game, and things could change for sure. And of course, that's because Ted Bud is just such a wonderful, so great good. person. He's paid his dues and 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 pulled himself up by his bootstraps to put himself in this position to be honored by the citizens of North Carolina. 65 35 but the po- the polling is just a couple points apart though the actual poll it is they take into a lot of things in their modeling including contributions and the overall feel nationally and stuff so that stuff as you said has been changing based on any number of things including that gas price that you were talking about yeah 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 uh all right that's it's you know what we only have a couple minutes left. i'll tell you what let little rush know that we will will have him on i don't want to squeeze him yeah, he on, yeah. On, on time. Uh, that would be unfair. And uh, I'm, by the way, I'm always glad that we were able to get Strom Thurmond on because you never know. It might be the last time that you talk to him because he just might die late. Oh, he's already dead. Yeah. Limbaugh's got a really big day today because they're welcoming Mikhail Gorbachev to hell. So there's a huge reception and it's it's a big deal. So yeah, he, he wouldn't have been available today anyway. Now, wh- why, would, why would Mikhail Gorbachev be going to hell i mean he he even though he was a committed communist and he really didn't set out initially to cause the dissolution of the soviet union but when he saw the handwriting on the wall and when he uh, saw that that reagan had the upper hand he he looked at reality and said i'm going to do the uh, realistic thing to now, does that automatically get him a seat in hell? I'm, I'm, I'm no, wondering about it, that. It wasn't enough to really uh, make up for the things he'd done previously as uh, one of the, the entrenched communists. He had really signed off on a lot of awful things that the KGB did and exiled a lot of people to Siberia up until the time when he saw the light, Brad. Okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, but I, I, I just thought in the case of Russia and the Soviet Union, you, ha- you have to have a continuum. You have to have a relative scale. I mean, he can't be a roommate with Stalin. He, <laughs> no, no. Right? There, no there, he, yeah, there's different. A, he can't even be a roommate with Putin, who's already got a place booked. That's correct. There. That's correct. Have you seen now? Have you seen the Pizza Hut commercial that they keep uh, bringing back up from thirty years ago, featuring Mikhail Gorbachev? Uh, was, I haven't seen it yet. There's like a Pizza Hut thing that they 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 brought up a lot, and it was people speaking Russian, and and Mikhail Gorbachev is at a Pizza Hut serving his grandson, allegedly like a piece of pizza or something, and people are arguing over whether he sucks or not, and they come to an agreement because because of Mikhail Gorbachev, we have things like Pizza Hut here in Russia. And then the, the people finally agree. They finally can agree on one thing. And that's that was a Pizza Hut commercial from sometime in the 90s. I didn't remember it, but it's been retweeted about 170 million times. Oh, I'll, I'll go look for it. I mean, I sort of slightly remember it when when you bring it up. But, uh, Britt, that's just so beneath a political leader. I, I just uh, that that really hurts. That, that really, really hurts. <laughs> Mr. You start, you start. Mr. Gorbachev, tear off a piece of pizza for me. Remember when Reagan said that at the Berlin See, Wall? You start with that, the next thing you got is Bob Dole pitching for Viagra. See, I won't forgive Mikhail Gorbachev. Never he and kicked the door down. Happen. He kicked the door down for that sort of thing. 